Hi, it's Ayanti back again. Um, it was pointed out, very politely of course, that I kind of jumped into things with my first um, podcast and I didn't give enough of an intro, so it was difficult for a few people to kind of um, anticipate what was coming their way. So here it goes. This is the second episode and it's going to be on dabbling. Now, the way I see it, being a dabbler is not a bad thing at all. I have been a dabbler my entire life and while it has caused my parents, especially my father, quite a bit of anxiety because you never want to think of your kids as being in limbo. You need to know that they're going to be able to land on their feet. They're going to be able to have consistency. They're going to have stability in their lives. And um I guess I've always dabbled, you know, whether it was in learning something. Um not entirely sure if it can be called that I lack stickativeness or I procrastinate or I just lack motivation. But at different points in time of my life, there are different things which have appealed to me and if I had the opportunity to go for it, I have. And um it stuck with me some of them. and some of them didn't but for the time that i did it i enjoyed it i went to the brooklyn conservatory of music for a couple of years when i was a child um i was no great shakes as a keyboard player but i learned how to read music i had a decent sense of rhythm and i could i have tiny hands actually and i could play you know um get right up there in the between the cracks of the ivories and and i could play um i needed a bit of push but it's something that i enjoyed but i left it as pretty much as soon as we left the us and um when i was in my 12th 11th and 12th actually i had the opportunity to learn the sitar and i was pretty damn good and that's what i was told and i think it was the sense of accomplishment or the sense of you know being applauded by my teachers who clearly knew better and uh, people who were in the know that made me think okay this is yet another something you know that i can do but the moment we moved away from that city where i was doing my schooling when i was in high school uh even the sitar kind of just it just kind of came to a crashing halt i did try to look for it in another city that we moved to when i started college but college being what it was i was just having too much fun being on my own trying to be independent and it never really took off again but it's not really left me um there are times when i will hear a really good piece of music and i can find myself um you know kind of playing the keyboard on whatever surface that i have access to there are times when i hear a beautiful piece of music especially in strings and especially in hindustani classical and i know enough to know what kind of technique might have been used and i find my fingers moving in that way you know playing an air sitar if you will i can keep the beat fairly well and all of these things you know they kind of make me think that it wasn't a waste even if i didn't really you know have it along with me for the long haul even though i didn't make a lifelong practice out of it What you can say is in a couple of things I am a little high maintenance. I need things to be in a particular way 
before I can give it my all. When I used to learn sitar, it was part of the curriculum. I had a teacher. She used to teach me in a particular manner. I used to learn for a specific amount of time. And I also used to have to learn a specific amount because we were going to get tested on it and quizzed on it. And that was also a motivation. When I was learning the piano, while we did have a couple of assessments there to understand how farther or how good the learning curve had been, it was just something, you know, my parents thought might be good for me because those opportunities weren't available very readily in India back in the late 80s and early 90s. And um, we just took advantage of, um, you know, a good situation and then I learned a skill. But beyond that, I think the reason it was easy for me to give up certain things is because I never really felt a passion for it. I never really felt a compulsion that if I don't do this, I'm not going to feel good. But the amount of time that I spent engaging in that particular skill set, I felt good as well. You know, I don't know. I mean, sitting at 40, I don't remember exactly how I felt about specific things as a 10 or 11 year old. But um, I do know that I did enjoy it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to make much headway. I would have just been stuck where I was because that's another thing. If I don't like something and I still have to do it, the quality of the work is barely going to pass, you know, uh, inspection. That's just it. It's just going to be borderline. It's not going to be outstanding or it's 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 just going to be okay. That That's it. I mean, I'm just going to aim for the baseline. And I think that's why being a dabbler is, is not a bad thing. You know, if certain things appeal to you, you go try it out. You never know. You might actually find something that stays with you lifelong or you just might gain happiness for the particular time that you indulged in it. And I think that's okay. While learning a skill or being a part of a community or being part of, um, let's say, a group via the skill that you're learning or part of the, um, you know, the things that you're engaged with, while that has its own payoffs, while that has its own benefits, I personally think that being a dabbler has worked very well for me. I have bits and pieces of information about things, they've formed my thought process, they've colored my outlook, and every now and then when I see my son going down the same route where he'll pick up one thing, then he'll flit from one thing to the other, I get it and I think in a way it builds character because I don't know where he's going to land and I don't really know what aspect of something is going to be very engaging for him and what aspect of another thing is going to be a total put-off. So let him try a few things. Maybe it'll be 10 or 12. Maybe it'll be in the, you know, the high two digits. But at the end of the day, I would rather that experience come in, however brief, than just want one or two long-term engagements and, you know, possibly miss out on, on tasting everything else that was there in the periphery. But uh, my husband isn't like this. He, he's pretty different. He's stuck with whatever he has picked up. He picked up tennis as a child, still plays it. He picked up cricket, still plays it. And the thing is, he doesn't just scratch the surface of something. If he likes something, he goes in depth. You know, not only does he talk the lingo, he can critique, he can understand, and he can appreciate 
and i think at the end of the day anything that you do for recreation anything that you do to better your mind your your thought process at the end of the day you should be able to say i know how to appreciate this even if you don't entirely know all the technicalities like for example there's a piece of art that you don't necessarily always see a brush stroke you don't always see um the underlying pathos or you don't always see um you know the imagery even in 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 art but there's something about it that appeals to you it could just be it's very vivid it could be that it's really stark or it's just so bland it still draws you in um last year when i was visiting my folks there's a art gallery that i went to and uh we were looking to acquire some art for our home and we just wanted to know what kind of ballpark figure we were talking about because if it came down to having a piece of art on the wall vis-a-vis not sending the kid to school for a couple of years well you know then we would have known which way to swing it but the one thing that i really liked there was the most simple piece of art i have seen in a very long time it was a square it wasn't a very big square either it was visible on a wall um it had um one solid color background and i think it was a turmeric color or a shade of yellow maybe ochre i'm not sure in fact i don't even know if all of them fall into the same uh color spectrum and in the midst of it was a round circle and it had such an impression on me because even in its simplicity it just it was just so much better than everything else that was there which was either larger or it had more elements and you know everything else that might make a prospective buyer think that they're getting more bang for their buck but the simplicity of it just spoke to me so much that i actually had to ask the gallery owner how much it was and wouldn't you know it it would have meant my kid never going to school again if i wanted that piece of art hanging on my wall but that's a thing i don't know what was motivating the artist i don't know if i'm qualified to uh comment knowledgeably on technique and depth and color but i saw something and i liked it and for that time i thought you know it would be nice if i could paint it would be nice if i could just mix color and you know just let it flow and and just have a literally a free flow and and just see where where it takes me but i think there were a few other things distracting me at that time and i didn't go down that road but again that's the thing if the the yearn to um paint or just play around with colors ever overtakes me i think i'll do that because when you dabble not only are you giving yourself the freedom to experience in something you're actually giving yourself the freedom to choose that i like this but i like this this much i don't necessarily have to commit to something with my mind body and soul in order for people and society and for me to be able to say okay i like this enough ergo this should be in my life forever i'll tell you the re- the most recent thing that i did as a form of dabbling i wrote a couple of short short stories i don't even know if that's a format but it they came out that way and i'm a big fan of things being organic i was in a slightly weird dark frame of mind i wasn't unhappy but my thoughts were a little dark and they had got triggered off by a chat with uh, one of my oldest childhood friends 
and we were talking about the tales from the crypt which i really miss seeing unfortunately hbo doesn't uh, telecast them in india and i remember tales from the crypt as being things which were not really bloody and gory but they were creepy and they were uh, not on prime time they were after the time i used to have to go to bed and they were definitely definitely hands off as long as my dad was around my mom would sometimes let me see them after he had gone to bed but the crypt keeper tapping in on people's darkness people's baser instincts and just the way the twisted way that people's minds would work i actually found that fascinating and when i started thinking about it certain thoughts came to my mind and they they just took expression or they just took form um they found form rather um in short short stories and um they were critiqued fairly badly especially by the husband but the thing is i felt a sense of relief that i got them out i felt a sense of uh, yay i i did this and had they been longer had they just been the short story format or even if they had just been the novella format i honestly don't know if i would have loved them anymore i mean i own these things because they were what they were they were how they i wanted them to be and i didn't tweak them for anybody i i didn't make changes so more people would be able to say oh wow just 500 words wow that could just be like a few paragraphs i just let them be what they were meant to be so i guess you could say that i dabble in writing part time i do dabble a little more extensively in photography but that's more because i like to take a picture and i like to see what i can do with it rather than taking it up professionally i know um the bare minimum about aperture speed and you know um the changing the white balance and and various things and shooting in the manual mode vis-a-vis the automatic mode but i'm by no means a professional nowhere near i wouldn't call myself a rank amateur either but i guess what hasn't led me towards professionalism is the fact that i'm fairly content being in the level of amateurism or amateurishness i don't know what to call it but i'm pretty happy being there i take some pictures and i think they turned out fantastic and i take other pictures and they are just so mundane i mean they're something that anybody could have taken it and and they're nothing special at all you know i mean i wouldn't even put them up on facebook and and facebook gets all sorts of crap from all sorts of people but again that's the thing you get to dabble and when you get to dabble you get to pick and choose you get to experience you get to live and and you get to say yes to certain things you get to say no to certain things you don't have to force yourself to like something beyond a point and i find that very liberating so while i'm super happy that my highly distractible and highly distracted kid has found cricket as something that he can fall back on if he were to go for soccer if he were to suddenly start playing football if he were to suddenly start practicing music and put everything else on the back burner i like to think i'd be able to you know give him the green signal and say go with it everything else will be here waiting for you but um just make sure that you get whatever you can out of the little time you spend on things because if you do something just because you're bored at least learn to say that okay i was bored and i did this this appealed to me or it didn't 
because without the slightest bit of introspection it just becomes a mindless activity and there ought to be some kind of mindfulness that arises and i know i'm going to be saying this again and again mindfulness has become extremely important these days it's critical to know where we are what we're doing and as far as possible why we do the things that we do not only so we can take care of the people that are around us but so we can do the best possible thing for ourselves and i and i think that that's pretty much just what's going to help us get through the next couple of months the next couple of years or just help us you know stay balanced and stay on an even keel what do you think <laughs>